Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Well, Donald Trump was right about one thing. Once election night was over, on November 4th, the main topic of the news stations wasn't COVID. Donald Trump may go to his grave saying he was robbed of a second term. Let's hope it's tomorrow. <laughs> it's an amazing self owned for Republicans to claim fraud in a vote counting system set up by state legislatures that their party controls. Look at this instance of voter fraud that we inadvertently helped to create. The task of telling Trump he might have to concede fell to his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. How did he get the short straw? Was it preceded by Ivanka saying, honey, do you want to get laid tonight? Okay, well, I need you to do something for me first. Because of the abundance of voter fraud complaints, we now know that Donald is the male equivalent of the name Karen. <coughs> Mitch McConnell not only handily won re-election to his Senate seat, but he may also retain his title as Senate Majority Leader. Much like the popular caricature, 
Mitch McConnell is like a tortoise. Slow and steady wins the race. Only in this instance, slow refers to the pace is comprehending the needs of this country up to the late 1990s, and steady refers to his bowel movements. Trump supporters are leaving Facebook and Twitter because they're tired of their posts being fact-checked. So they're moving to a new app called Parler, spelled P-A-R-L-E-R. It's the perfect place for Trumpsters, an app with the name of a word that's misspelled. And if you have any complaints about that joke, you can reach out to me on my Parler account. Oh, no. Hot Dad Bod Triple X 36. That's right, Dan Bongino. You thought you could block me on Twitter, but I'm back, fucker! <laughs> on that note, on with the show. Please join me in welcoming our panelists, Jeff Heisen and award-winning writer, comedian, editor, and humorist, Michelle Wojcikowski. Hey, thanks. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. Jeff, how did you fare during this election and the, and the results? From Tuesday at 10 o'clock, uh, when my wife was ready to jump out the window until Saturday, it was nothing but tension. And then after Saturday, I'm sure I'm not the only one here who felt uh, great relief, the weight of the world, and four years of aggravation. And what my people say, Soros, uh, was, was, was lifted and maybe was temporary but it felt wonderful. So nothing but jubilation. And I'm not gonna let the, uh, the MF uh, get me down for all his childish protestations since then. Michelle, how about yourself? First off, welcome to the show. Pleasure having yeah. you here. Thanks. Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> my husband and I decided we were not watching the news or, or keeping up on the tallies all day on Tuesday because I knew that there's not enough Anas in the world to get me through. So we checked in that night. We really didn't, I mean, there was a little bit of hope that Biden would have a landslide. And we talked about what we do if he were declared the winner that night, but it's kind of like how you hope you win the lottery and you talk about all the stuff you do with it. And then the rest of the week, you know, it was so difficult to focus. I was trying to keep up, even when I wasn't necessarily looking at different, you know, news-related things, I just felt like I was in a fog. And then Saturday, of course, I figure they're not going to give us the results on a Saturday. Why would they give us the results on a Saturday? And so we were out raking leaves and bagging them <laughs> for a local farmer to use as mulch because this is how exciting our lives are. And that's when we found out a friend of ours was with us and got a text. And all it said was, woohoo. And I said, woohoo. And we immediately started looking on our phones to see, because obviously if it's a woohoo, it's just a couple things, you know. Um, either Trump moved out of the country, which didn't happen, or Biden had been declared the president-elect. So, it, and then ever since then, oh my gosh, I, I was so happy on Saturday. And I, watching Biden and Kamala Harris speak, I, I'll admit, I cried, you know, at different parts um, because of the relief. I think four years of being, feeling like I was tense. I hadn't realized how tense I had been during four years until I found out 
we have hope, we have a new president. And it was like, so that's how I've been. <laughs> well, I think there was a lot of tension like in between like Tuesday night and when the race was called and the various news mm -hmm. networks, they were basically just repeating everything over and mm -hmm. over again. Uh -huh. So the uh, solution I had to that would be everybody's upset that the Charlie Brown Christmas special is not airing on TV. Just air that over and over again on a repetitive loop and then just go ahead and dub in the occasional result. Christmas time is here. This just coming in. Trump wins Ohio. Everybody wins. That is messed up hilarious. I would totally watch that. <laughs> I found it interesting that uh, Nebraska's second congressional district voted for Joe Biden because they split their electors in that state. So that mm -hmm. Biden gets one electoral vote that goes towards his total. That's, of course, after Trump holds the rally where several attendees were stranded in near freezing weather waiting for mm -hmm. a bus. Mm -hmm. it turns out if you freeze a bunch of your supporters to chase one electoral vote, then that vote goes to your opponent. Right. <laughs> Anyway, let's process what may be happening. A man whose family used to deny housing to black potential tenants is ironically enough, now being evicted out of government housing by non-white voters. This is an historic election in that a country that is on the cusp of kicking out an authoritarian will still end up being ridiculed by every Western democracy on the planet. In fact, the only way this election could have been more symbolic would be if during one of his rallies, Trump was shat upon by a bald eagle. <laughs> Joining us tonight to discuss Trump, the election, and all things election results related, retired educator and therapist, Lucy Strassball. Yeah. Howdy. Hello. Thank you so much for asking me to be here. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, I want to ditto, ditto what the two speakers have just said, everything in spades about what they went through in the last four years and in the last week. And because of my, um, I see myself as the elder in this grouping here, I can share a perspective that y'all can't simply because you didn't live through it, as far as I can tell. I knew enough not to be freaked out on Wednesday morning by the high Trump numbers because I knew that they were the ones who voted in person and those would be the high numbers. But even with that caution in my mind, I couldn't help where my feelings went. And I was upset, I was scared, and it felt exactly, I have not been that traumatized by a real life governmental situation since 1962 and the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was 12 and we all went to bed that night thinking, well, we could be vaporized before morning. I mean, it was really an extremely traumatic, scary 24 to 48 hours. And that's where my head was Wednesday morning. The thought of four more years was unthinkable, as unthinkable as nuclear annihilation. So of course, on, on Saturday, I was ecstatic. I, I, and I just allowed that because talk about tension. I mean, my shoulders have been up around my ears for four solid years now. And I, I, I knew that it was gonna be a really rough and scary two months, but I let myself celebrate on Saturday. And that's not typical for me. We needed it, we needed it so bad. So 
and your perspective as a therapist. I have to give a trigger warning before I speak on this. <laughs> well, because I don't want to terrify people, but it's terrifying. It really is. You're on the right show for that. Okay. okay. <laughs> for terrifying people. <laughs> You've been forewarned. Psychiatrists and psychologists much more advanced than myself have literally written the book on Trump's disorder. It is, um, he's a malignant narcissist sociopath and there is nothing scarier than that. And um, the, the typical thing that you see with narcissists that we've all observed in the last four years is, and this was what started his presidency, he couldn't take a damn joke from Obama four or five years ago at that White House correspondence dinner. Obama humiliated him. Well, it's like, F you world, I'm gonna show you. And that's simply what he has proceeded to do in the last four years. Undo every single thing that Obama did. Narcissistic injury equals irrational, total narcissistic rage. Well, now, because I did read the book that his niece wrote, the psychologist, and I, I highly recommend it. Can't think of the title. Wait a minute. Not enough, too much or not too enough. Much that and was too much and never enough. Like never that. enough, yeah. Um, she beautifully laid out how his father, who was clearly another sociopath, just, I hate that I'm going to say this, but poor Donald Trump, all right? He didn't have a chance at being a human being. He literally did not have a chance. And he's not a human being. He's an empty void and he's a scary monster, all right? So now that the thing that his father raised him never to be, which was a loser, being a loser feels like annihilation to Donald Trump, all right? Psychic annihilation. All I'm praying for these days is that there are some ethical people in the military around him who will never let him get near any nuclear codes because the, the mental state of Donald Trump right now is the state of those psycho men who when their wives finally leave the abusive relationship, they kill the wife and the children because they can't have them. And, and I can see that that is a clear and present danger for our nation right now. And I hope they have fake codes in the football that gets carried around near him because he cannot be trusted with them. What he is suffering now is near unendurable to him. All right. So. <laughs> if you want to look for me for the rest of the day, I'll be holding a teddy bear and lying in bed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I know. I know. This election was certainly like no other in more ways than one. Media outlets often struggle to figure out how to cover the campaign as well as the subsequent election results, as we can see from this post on the Washington Post's Facebook page. Drama on the set and behind the scenes at the White House as the president's favorite network made some bold and unexpected calls. I mean, that Facebook status to me reads like the plot line of an episode of The West Wing where... <laughs> The outgoing administration is Mama June, Honey Boo Boo, Ted Nugent, Chuck Norris, and the Robertson family from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> you still have Fox people who are complaining about it uh, to this day when their independent decision desk made that call. And a real hero, not in a big capital H sense of the word, but 
is Arnon Mishkin, who's the head of the the uh, the Fox Decision Desk, because he's the one who who made that that uh, Arizona call, and MSNBC and CNN didn't make it, and he was ridiculed by other by uh, Republicans. The White House Kushner called up uh, Murdoch, and he stood by stood with stood uh, by his story, and I'm hoping uh, for many reasons that. Arizona st- uh, stays in the Dem column, so Arnon Mishkin can give a big uh, ha-ha and say I was right to everybody at Fox. At the top of the list of complaints Trump has is that his favorite network, Fox, did not call certain states the way he felt they should have been called. For their part, Fox did try to give Trump the verbal reach-around to compensate for the live electoral screwing, as we can see from these segments. The Fox News Decision Desk is calling Arizona for Joe Biden. That is a big get for the Biden campaign. But Biden picking up Arizona changes the math. And it is the first of the night that goes into the column of somebody else's bucket that they thought last time uh, was going to hold on to Arizona. There was a lot of effort spent by the Trump campaign uh, to get to Arizona, to play there, to have ads there. And we are calling now the former vice president. If you look at the race to 270 electoral votes, Joe Biden is ticking closer at 218 to 148. The Fox News decision desk can now project that former Vice President Joe Biden will win Pennsylvania and Nevada, putting him over the 270 electoral votes he needs to become the 46th president of the United States. Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States, who stated in this process, I will never give up fighting for you and our nation, will be denied a second term. Keep in mind the Trump campaign is in the midst of waging legal challenges in several states, but the path is clear for the new president-elect. The states will all need to officially certify the vote in the middle of a pandemic. The way they declare Biden the winner one second and try to placate Trump the next make me Mm -hmm. think that they have the same fear that journalists in authoritarian countries have, where they they sound like they're afraid their families might be kidnapped if they keep reporting what they're reporting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the game's over, but we're we're letting you know that there's that some the uh, the coach threw a flag, so. Uh, it still might be overturned, so don't worry. Me- and meanwhile, there was no music there. Mm-hmm. The 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 uh, the blonde journalist. Uh, for those of you not watching this, uh, it's I just did uh, air quotes around journalist. Immediately started with the qualifications, and the other guy uh, kept, as Tom said, trying to send the message, the right message, capital R, right to the White House and the Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if it's a, a subdued relief that, you know, come January 20th, the overlord to whom they're answering won't be coming from the White House and won't have access to nuclear codes. Let's hope. I'll be relieved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, I've read that Rupert Murdoch is behind the scenes really trying to keep Fox out of all of the whatever Trump's doing with his incompetent lawyers um so they're feeling it from from opposite directions one of trump's rare moments where it looked like he knew his campaign was doomed appears in this clip of one of his rallies introducing one of his few quote-unquote celebrity endorsements the rapper lil pump and speaking of sound music and other things one of the big superstars of the world 
little pimp. Oh, God. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> How's it going? Do you want to come up and say something? Come on. Little pump. Come on. Come on up here. Come on up here. Does everyone know who he is? You know how big he is? Come on up here. MAGA 2020. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And do not vote for Sleepy Joe at all. That's great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That's very nice. Toward the end of his campaign, Trump basically got to the point where he was about ready to say, hey, everyone, here's some fucker who does rap. Well, and he is familiar with pimps. Yes. (laughs) What was that? Trump in 20, 20, 20. Did he get stuck? Did the record stick? What was going on? (laughs) He was scratching. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Among those leading the charges of voter fraud is Donald Trump, not the president. I'm talking about Donald Trump Jr. demanding TV time once the vote counting process got underway. Here he is redressing his grievances on a right-wing TV network in front of supporters. I've lost all faith in the process. And when I see millions of Americans that feel the same way and have no faith in the process, just assume that, hey, guess what? You know those ballots are going to magically show up. Just like they did, right? You saw that line on the curve up north? You know, 100% of votes. We, I went to sleep. I woke up two hours later after not sleeping for three days. I said, that's amazing, 130,000 votes. Not one of them for Donald Trump. No one, no one believes that this is real. And for us to have faith in the republic, we need transparency in the process. And so what I can promise you this is, everyone knows it, Donald Trump is a fighter. Guy who has everything handed to him by daddy complains about being treated unfairly, thus demonstrating why people think he's a dick. Tom, I have to tell you, I never watch Fox. I never watch the rallies. I never look at these people. I'm triggered. I'm really, it's horrible. This is horrifying. Lucy's calling her therapist. It's horrifying. How, how else do you explain my Facebook posts and my tweets and, and everything? I got it. Right. I got it now. <laughs> yeah. Trump's electoral loss brought out the Hall of Fame of washed up conservative voices like former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, as seen in this cell phone video. I ask, oh God, that you would take your iron rod and I ask that you would smash the clay jar of deceit in America. Smash the clay jar of delusion in the United States of America. Smash the delusion, Father, of Joe Biden as our president. He is not. Would you take your iron rod and smash the strong delusion that Nancy Pelosi does have her House of Representatives? We don't know that. Smash it in Jesus' name. Smash, Lord, the takeover of the U.S. Senate by Chuck Schumer. Lord, smash it with your iron rod. She left Congress to make videos like that. God help us. God. I, w- I wish that Fred Trump took his iron rod elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. She used to raise foster kids. Uh, like if you're... Oh my God. Well, remember, remember, Tom, what her, what her husband did. He was the uh, the gay conversion uh, 
guy. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, but but just imagine, you know, if you're a kid, you're waiting to be adopted, and Michelle Bachman comes in. <laughs> I would be like, no, no, I'm good. No. Well, for I, sure, that's a Christian adoption agency, and I don't mean Christian <laughs> in the right sense of the word. Ugh. I'd just be like, nope. My dad's in prison. My mom's a meth head and a prostitute. I don't have a bed, so I sleep in a cardboard box. But no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. (laughs) In 2017, Michelle Bachman said she considered running for the U.S. Senate seat in Minnesota, but was awaiting God's counsel before making her decision. She hasn't yet officially made up her mind, as God still hasn't stopped laughing his ass off at the idea. Donald Trump sent his longtime friend Rudy Giuliani to Philadelphia to hold a news conference about the alleged voter fraud claims. During his campaign, Trump said bad things happen in Philadelphia. Indeed, (laughs) by sending Rudy Giuliani, he reminded us that even worse things happen in hotel rooms booked by Sasha Baron Cohen. (laughs) Good one. I was going to try and show the clip of Rudy Giuliani's news conference in Philadelphia where he alleges the ballot fraud, but I would have to edit so much misinformation out of the video that I would be left with a noun, a verb, and a plug for his favorite local small business-owned sex shop. Instead, I'll give you this memorable moment from a charity event in 2000. You know, you're really beautiful. You know, looks like that. Oh, have your own special scent. Oh, thank you. Maybe, maybe you could tell me what you think of this scent. Hmm, I like that. This, this may be the best of all. Oh, you dirty boy, you! Oh, oh. Donald, I thought you were a gentleman. Hmm. You can't say I didn't try. You know, once you motorboat a New York City mayor and drag, even, you know, if you're Donald Trump, you'd feel like a dick if you didn't, you know, have him help you try to gaslight the country. <laughs> Lucy, I think we're all going to need to get sessions with you after one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, there's no word for how appalled I am at the, the just the utter sleaziness of these people. <laughs> Pure sleaze. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was... This was back before Trump uh, dipped his foot into the and, into the pool of politics. So I'm I'm pretty sure this is done as kind of an entertainment type Ugh. thing. But I mean, you know, even so, it does put it in a, a nefarious life given what's happening now. And you also it, need to watch when you use the uh, phrase that Trump is dipping his anything into anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're all done with that. I specified the right body part. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Once in a while, an individual will step forward and provide some clarity in their concern for the electoral process, as we can see from this clip of a Trump supporter interrupting a news conference in Las Vegas by the director of the Clark County, Nevada Board of Elections. Families steal the election! The media's covering up! The Biden crime family steal this election! The media's covering up! The Biden crime family steal this election! The media's covering up! We want our freedom for the world! It was our freedom, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's covering up this election. He's stealing it. I mean, who says a political analyst can't wear a T-shirt that says barbecue, beer, and freedom? <laughs> he, he just gave that guy a primetime slot on, on OANN. <laughs> 
I like how he just, you know, walked away calmly at the end of it. You know, he just went completely ape shit and then just was like, okay, I'm done. And then just walked away. And then the guy didn't miss a beat who was making the announcement and he just went back, acted like nothing had happened. He should get a speaker's contract because if that kind of stuff doesn't throw you, pretty much nothing will. <laughs> well, the, well, the thing that kind of, I mean, it didn't surprise me, but I've been to Las Vegas and, you know, the thing I don't find surprising is the fact that there was someone standing there just holding a tape recorder. He didn't even look up from the tape recorders. It's like, yeah, he, pro <laughs> he probably does that at every single news conference. <laughs> and he just happened to be there that day. <laughs> I mean, if, if anything, it would be karma if he was the kind of guy who, you know, drinks his coffee from a cup that said liberal tears. <laughs> of course some candidates took losing in the spirit of fun and light entertainment as we can see from this amazingly lack of professional quality footage of a concession from republican congressional candidate from baltimore kim Klasik. Oh. thank you guys very much we have a lot of super volunteers here that's some here since day one awesome uh, uh, Five million dollars spent on her campaign and she records her own election night speech on a video camera that she got from the restocking shelf at Walmart. And she's protesting the results. Yeah. yeah. She sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, we've all performed in rooms with bad sound systems. I mean, that's actually the sad part is that's actually a fairly decent sound system she was using. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me. And I know this isn't comedy right now, what I'm going to say, but... Um, That's all right. I've been doing that the whole podcast, Lucy. Yeah, really. <laughs> the disconnect between the rising death rates and all of this Trump BS is so disturbing. It is cognitive dissonance on a level that I, I didn't think humans were able to maintain how we could have all of his nonsense and lies and crapola going on while, you know, we're looking at a thousand deaths minimum in this country every single day. It's, it's insanity. We have gone as crazy as he, I mean, the, the impact of a mentally ill leader is massive on the psyches of the population they are subjected to. On that note, that's our show. Please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A big thanks to Jeff Heisen, Michelle Wojcikowski, and Lucy Stressball. <laughs>
Don't run into traffic, folks, after that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and before we go, my final thought. As the results of this election remain perfectly clear, the revolution will not be televised as it will be preempted by what's left of the COVID-19 ravaged National Football League's remaining days of what we used to call a football season. Good night. This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen and Michelle Wojcikowski and guests Lucy Strassball. Special thanks to Ken Water. Theme music by Jeroen Vandenhurk. Executive producer Tom Myers. Executive producer for IPM Nation, Matt Connerton. For more information, visit tommyers.us. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi, everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Race. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, funny productions. Now, how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.